Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. I should have checked that before. Well, now I've gone too far. Uh, hi. <laughs> Hello. It's always a little bit of a mystery. Um, I think we should jump right into it because this is a really interesting topic. So we're talking about uh, the book 90 Seconds to a Life You Love by Joan I. Rosenberg. Um, and I wanted to uh, pull it up. Let me actually put the link to her site up for you so you can see that. Um, I wanted to read a little bit of it and then we're going to discuss it because I think it um, very clearly fits into addiction, alcoholism, struggles with all of that, but it also I think just fits into being alive, which you know so much of what we talk about does. Um, so she says, maybe you feel like you don't belong or fit in. Perhaps you feel different, closed off from relationships or anxious about the goals and dreams you think you'll never reach. You look at others who seem to radiate confidence and wonder why you can't have that too. You don't have to be stuck. There is a way to build and maintain lasting confidence. And it starts with the intention to change with consistent focus. You can experience rapid progress as you transform your life into one you love. As counterintuitive as it may sound, the key to cultivating confidence and creating a life you love lies in the ability to handle unpleasant emotions. Confidence develops when you have the deep sense that you can handle the emotional outcomes of whatever you pursue. If you can experience and move through eight unpleasant feelings, you can pursue anything you want in your life. How do you move through those feelings? By following one simple formula, one choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. So then she's kind of got this three-part thing. So the first is to make a choice to be present. Stay right here. Don't wander off into past or future. Um, when you make this choice, you open yourself up to encountering your whole range of feelings from pleasant to unpleasant. Second, since unpleasant feelings are generally harder to face, you acknowledge your willingness to deal with or tolerate the following eight common unpleasant feelings. Sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, embarrassment, disappointment, frustration, and vulnerability. And then the third point is you bear or move through some or all of these unpleasant feelings by riding one or more 90 second waves of body sensations. Physical sensations such as warm cheeks, a pounding heart, a pit in the stomach, are how the body communicates our feelings to us. Riding out the physical sensations and the emotions they represent is an essential part of this work. Um, and then she says, when you're able to effectively handle unpleasant emotions, you're likely to feel more centered, confident, capable, and calm. Your consistent ability to deal with difficult feelings translates into relief from anxiety, harsh self-criticism, and negative self-talk. What would that be like? As you continue the practice of experiencing these unpleasant feelings, you increase your capacity to engage in courageous conversations 
which often results in mending and deepening relationships. If you stay well connected to your moment to moment experience, not only will you move your will you move your life more fully into who you want to be and do more of what you love, you'll start to develop a greater sense of purpose and meaning in your life. All right, that was a lot of reading, sorry. Um, Dr. Mary, how do you relate this to your journey out of uh, alcoholism? Read those nine bullet points again, and I'll explain that bit to you. you Can do, it. will do, done. Sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, embarrassment, disappointment, frustration, and vulnerability. All of those went through my head the first time I woke up from my coma and had a sober, coherent thought. Okay. You know, you, you suddenly... Here's the point. Someone once asked me recently, why, you know, why is it always 28 days? And I think mm. we've talked about this and maybe this was a while ago. Who cares? This is our 351st episode. So there's likely to be some overlap. You know, why they, you know, rehabs 28 days. You need a week to get the substance you're addicted to out of your system. And then you need a week to be able on average to have a clear thought in your head. Mm. The next two weeks are give, being given tools of how to deal with your addiction if you choose to or not. But all of that has to be dealt with. People do feel shame. A lot of people feel so shamed about it, they can't deal with it. So they go back to hiding in their disease because that's the easiest route out. You do feel ashamed. You do feel vulnerable. You feel scared. I disappointed. was disappointed. Yeah. I, I was disappointed in myself and what I'd done to me and what I did to you and our family. Um, I was scared for everything. And it's, it's, it's overwhelming and it's worse. I think it's, it's, it's only getting worse and it's getting worse. I think because um, we're in a bit of a recession blip. I'm going to be optimistic about that. Um, in some parts of the world um, is going backwards. Um, would that be the part we live in, Dr. Mary? There's, there's, there's uncertainty, there's unrest. We, we're on the tail end of, of a pandemic, you know. This is everyone's first pandemic. the tail end of this. Unless you're 107. Yeah. Um, no one knew how to deal with it. One of the biggest challenges in my job is dealing with students who are actually dealing with mental stress. And it's on a level that no one's ever dealt with before because... I don't think anyone's dealt really dealt with the fact, especially in this country, of a, something that's 5,000 times smaller than a red blood cell that could actually kill you. Mm. Mm. And it's been in the news for two and a half years. Yeah. So I, I, can I yeah. talk? <laughs> I, uh, I think that the, really interesting thing about this book. I mean, I didn't pick this book up from the library expecting to relate it to Daily Dose stuff. I picked it up for myself because I am <clears throat> trying to unpack why I am my biggest impediment, why I am the thing that is holding me back, that has always held me back, um, and that has ensured that I live a much, much smaller life than I want to live or than I actually think I am supposed to be living. So I picked it up because I'm a regular 
middle-aged, highly educated, middle-class, run-of-the-mill woman. And I'm struggling with these things. I looked at those eight words, sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, embarrassment, disappointment, frustration, vulnerability. I mean, ask me 15 different random times throughout the day if I'm feeling any of those. And the answer is probably going to be yes. Not all of them necessarily, but we all live in a place of one or more of those feelings coming across our radar and they're hard to deal with. It's much more comfortable to run from them <coughs> than to address them. And her point, and I'm not very far through the book, so we'll see how the, how, what steps she gives to um, really, you know, try to get past them. But, but her point is stay with them. Don't run away from them. You can't solve anything running away from them. You have to stay with them. You have to lean into them. And, and I think, uh, I think I read this and didn't read it out loud to you, but she says, those emotions last about 90 seconds if you are willing to just sit with them. So think of the last time you went somewhere and felt embarrassed or vulnerable. You said something stupid, you tripped, you, you know, whatever. Did that feeling stay with you for 55 hours? Probably not. You might have some lingering like recounts of it that, that kind of re-inspire it, but probably the initial feeling lasted, according to her, about 90 seconds. Well, 90 seconds is kind of nothing in the big picture. Can you just hang with it for 90 seconds as opposed to retreating, grabbing an alcoholic drink, um, starting to move into that place of you're so stupid. Why did you do that? Everybody knows how stupid you are now. You know, that terrible, terrible spot of self, negative self-talk, all those things. 90 seconds. Can you just breathe through 90 seconds and live with that discomfort? That's kind of an interesting challenge. But if you're struggling with, let's just stick with alcohol because that's what I know more. You go through all of these trying to decide. There is a point in the disease of addiction where all these goes through your head and the easiest thing to do is to just have another drink because that sort of suppresses what you're thinking in the first place. It dulls your mind. But if you want to struggle and have a choice about whether or not you're going to drink, you're going to go through all of these. And one of the things you can do is when you get to sadness, you say, all right, why am I sad? You know. Maybe you're sad because everyone around you is having fun yeah. and managing because it. And you you're can't. sad because deep down, you know, you're fighting something. Mm. You know, why do you feel shame? Because part of you might think, you know, isn't this the easy way out? But it's so easy and, I'm, and I feel better. Why, yeah. could, you know, does that make you helpless? Yes, it does. Obviously, that even might make you feel angry. But if you drink enough alcohol, the anger and the shame and the sadness actually goes away because your pleasure center has been stimulated. You get this endorphin rush and you kind of feel better. Temporarily. Temporarily. So the disappointment goes away. The frustration, frustration and the vulnerability, I wouldn't say they go away. They're hidden. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like you throw a blanket over them. 
the easiest thing in the world is to go feel feel all of these very quickly and think oh no and reach for what you know will work short time alcohol food shopping pornography gambling gambling gossiping social media scrolling yeah. i mean fill in the blank it is not an addiction thing so this her, isn't a I mean, book for addicts her point is you she, you have one choice you have eight feelings you have 90 seconds if you can address each one and just say why and then think about it it's going to help i went to all of these and every time this you know my my therapist and my my counselor say why are you feeling what are you feeling Oops, sir, why <laughs> and then when they keep doesn't well, Maz make them sound I'm, pleasant because i'm shameful why i ah this is why leave me alone yeah but if you address them and learn to address them in your head you can take a second and it does actually help yeah and it's true for all of us i want to meet the person who says i've never felt those eight things you know what i'm sorry that person was in the white house two and a half years ago we don't need to meet those people those people are dangerous people who don't feel these negative emotions have other far more serious problems i say from my um very very learned position of having once played a therapist on tv but i i mean <laughs> Let's be let's be serious. You are a method actor, though, so you have to get in on the part. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> who do you know who hasn't felt these moments, these experiences, these emotions from time to time? And it's it's as we say so often, it's really not about how you fall; it's about how you get up. How are you saying? Exactly. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you sometimes. I can hear the negative emotions when we talk about some really hard part of when Maz was drinking. I don't know how many times a week I'll make a casual reference to, oh, you know, you've seen that movie, but you were drinking, so you don't remember it. And I hear you apologize to me for that time in a shameful, embarrassed, vulnerable place. So it's not that you don't go back to those, but, but you say it, you feel it, you take the breath through it. And then you move on. And that's what we all have to do. It's what we all get to do if we choose to be present and moving forward. Present and forward, not past and stuck or past and backwards, neither of which are the point of being alive. Our, our guest last Thursday, her her two books. Jean McCarthy. Thank you, Jean. Oh, she she brought something up about this, and one of the one of the chapters says, embrace, you know, your idols or your famous people. Find people in the limelight who have dealt with addiction, and what would they say? Or listen to their works. You know, listen to a song lyric, read a poem, read a book by an author who struggled with addiction. Watch a movie about some struggle. So there's a line from a few films. I'm going to paraphrase it for quite a few um, things of this. But if you if someone said to me, "Well, you know, you're doing great. Why don't you feel any of this?" I, I do still. Yeah. Trouble is, I know how to deal with it. That's not the trouble. The good thing. The good is. thing is, so you know, if anyone hasn't felt any of this, here's my advice: If you tell me that you met someone, or someone said to you, "Oh, don't don't be silly, brush it aside." Anyone who hasn't felt these at any point in their life is either one of three things, um, a liar, an idiot, or actually dead. Mm. Susan David. Yes. 
yes, you, yes, you yes. have the goals and expectations of a dead person if you've never felt any of this. I'll put the link to that conversation from a TED Talk. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Everyone has felt these. Everyone has felt them. And there's nothing wrong with them. They're all completely normal. They're, they're actually what help you strive yeah. to move forward and be and have a better life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mother says it also might be helpful for someone to not reference the troubled time as in the movie, not remembered. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> but I actually, I actually think in, in the case of daily dose, we're often trying to mine things to talk about. And in the case of our marriage, I, I don't bring it up to force the apology. No, absolutely not. You never have. I, I bring it up because I think it's powerful to for us both to remember where we were and where we are. Um, so there's also, there can be some gallows humor in this. I'm going to give you an example. And don't say for heaven's sakes, Dr. Man. I know, I know it's time, time to wrap up. So I don't remember watching the film Arrival. Uh, okay. Yep. So I rented it from the library and watched it. And Dana said to me, you know, we saw this, but you, and I said, yeah. And then she actually said something like, you might regret this. I went downstairs and watched this incredibly, boring movie and came back upstairs and goes, well, that was scientific ratch match arranging. And she went, yeah, bad, isn't it? I didn't remember that movie, but, you know, almost sometimes you might want to think, yeah, maybe if someone says you don't remember it, it could be a blessing. Bit of a gallows humor there. The look on your face means that you don't get that bit of humor. I get it. I get it. I just, you know, whatever. So uh, we'll. I'll keep reading the book. If there are other things to talk about. But do remember these points. To... And remember, everyone does it. And there's nothing wrong with it. And it's just taking a breath and asking yourself why it's going to help. From a place of no judgment. Yeah. No judgment. Because judgment never, never yeah, Don't start hurting here. yourself. Forgot, um, yeah. Hating yourself. Absolutely. Just take a breath. Think, all right, why? And then just deal with it. Yeah. Move on. Have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D A Y N A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L.com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.